Seems we're five weeks in. Who's the best player in the comp? Nathan Cleary. Yeah, still. Yeah, by a mile. He might not be playing the best he can play, but he's still the best player in the comp. He put on a clinic the other night. Yeah, I, I would agree. He, we'll, we'll get into that game a little bit later, the Raiders. they Are <laughs> Are you still thinking they're a team there somewhere? Uh, no, <laughs> no. Particularly, no, like, like they, they would have got pumped Whiten or no Whiten. Yeah. But they're so cooked. I, I don't blame if Jack Whiten wants to leave. No, and, and Penrith are really good still. But I think anyone would have beaten by 50 the other night. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably fair. I, I agree with Nathan. Uh, still the best player. But uh, I would argue the, mo- the player in the best form at the moment is Munster. Um, yeah. He he is so vital to he what is. Melbourne do. They're 3-0 and with, with him there and they're 0-2 without him. And, you know, as a Storm fan last year, there was the contract negotiation stuff going on. I knew they had Jonah Pezzett, who was a really good player. And there was a point there where I was thinking, you know what, bugger this. See you later. Let's use this million dollars. No, he's their best player. Let's use this million dollars somewhere else in the team. Because we've got Pezzett there. He's on nothing. But he's so important to that team. Yeah, he is. He He's their best player. And he's in the argument for best player in the comp. There's probably two or three I seriously think though they're they're in a photo finish for second spot. Yeah, absolutely. And let's get into these games. Roosters beating Parramatta. The the, the stretch of tough games is over now for Parramatta. Yeah, that was um, Roosters were really really good. Um, at no point did I think Para were a chance of getting themselves back in that game or winning that game. And I personally think that they did a really good job not to lose by fifty themselves because Roosters were red hot. Para had. 12 on the field for 20 minutes and and they did a pretty fair job really considering all all those things the 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 rough stretch is over now now they can bounce back against west tigers who they'll get a win against later on this week um swali he was good he was good do you put swali or manu at fullback for the roosters I put Manu at five eight and Sam Walker on the bench, so that's so. So there's your fullback, yes. but they they won't this week. It'll be Manu. No, it'll be Manu in the centres. Swali, you'll play fullback. You reckon? Yeah, you reckon? Th- this wow. week, just because of last week, he finished off well. I think Eels can go on a bit of a run now. Uh, yeah. and you know what? They have to. Yeah, they do. We we spoke about the the ten game mark last week or the week before, and. They they have to win three or four of their next five, and yes. and again they definitely can. I mean they got the Tigers, then they go Bulldogs. Yeah, they got the Dogs at home. They've got the Broncos, they've got the Knights, and then Magic Round they have the Titans. So four of those five games I'll go in as favourite, and they've the last three or four years they've just got the wood over the the Broncos. So I'd be shocked if they didn't win. Three or four from five, they might you know lose one that they weren't expected to. But again, it wouldn't surprise if they went five from five. I agree. I agree. Uh, and the Roosters, they started off slow at the start of the year, but you you can tell they're going to be there when the wit, when the yeah. wits are cracking at the end. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we we both discussed them early on and and thought that they're, they're going to be there. They're too good. How much pressure should be on Ricky Stewart at the moment? A, a lot more than what there is. Have you ever heard him get criticised in the in the media or on Fox on the paper? You know, we both know why. Oh, it's ridiculous. 
I mean, I'm not one for, as I've said previously, I'm not one for, for coaches getting ridiculed and bagged out in the media, but they've got a team that is a, I'm not saying top four, but they're a definite top eight side, potentially top six, and they should be there and thereabouts every single year. And for 10 years, it's every now and again they get there. Like on paper, you look at their Ford pack. It's, it's, it's a good one pack. of the best. Yeah, it is a very, very good pack. Like you've got internationals all around it, and you could argue the best front row in the world. Yeah, but you know, and I get that they miss Savage. Seb Chris is barely a. Um, he's not a fullback. Man. No, no, he's not. And the fact that they keep persisting with that is is quite frightening. S- stubborn. Actually. I actually, I actually think Whiten to fullback was probably the move. Yeah, but that would have would have been better. I mean, Seb Chris is a, is a good center. He's not a good fullback. Penrith, though, to me, are still the best team. Yeah. Storm Rabbitohs, this this to me, we can talk about the Rabbitohs going ordinary, but I was so impressed with the Storm defensively against the Rabbitohs on Friday night. Rabbits had all of the possession, all the field position, um, but it, it flows on from the week before. They they could hardly score points against Manly, and then Manly conceded 30 against the Knights. Once again, Souths had all of the ball, all the field position, and they only put two tries on the board. Latrell, to me, doesn't get involved enough. Does he look interested? No. No. Um, and to me, that comes back to coaching. Like, to, the coach has to find a way to get him involved here because it's, it's one thing for Latrell to come in the last five, ten minutes and go, hey, I'm here, here we go, let's take a few runs, let's change yeah, the game. Yeah, let's try and get creative. Yes. And, yeah. But for 70 minutes, he's just a, he's just a nothing at the moment. Yeah, look, he's, he's not playing bad, but he's just not being involved to have an impact. Yeah, there there hasn't there wasn't one moment in the first sixty minutes against the the storm where I thought, Oh, I'm really worried about Latrell here. And the um the thing is, a bad referee decision the week before, you know, and, and they could have been looking at what one one from five. Yeah. And they're in then they would have been in trouble because they've got a bit of a tough run coming up. They do, they do, and they take on later on this week, they take on the Bulldogs. I I don't rule the Bulldogs out in that game. I think they're half a chance against the uh, against the Rabbitohs. Yeah, so do I, especially on Easter. Uh, Easter was it Good Friday? That good one. Friday. Yeah, Good Friday. Yeah. It's always a close game. I mean, every now and again, when the Rabbits were flying and and the Dogs were really struggling, there was a couple of blowouts. But as a general rule, it's an exciting game. We're starting to see a couple of people come back from Melbourne now. Um, I, th- I was I was a bit critical of him earlier on in the year, but Will Warbrick, he is improving yeah. rapidly. I think we both might have been. Some of his defensive efforts. Yes. And again, he still looks like he's not 100% sure defensively, but he's a handful with the footy. Yeah. He's, it makes sense as to why he would have been such a good sevens player. And, he's strong. And one thing I noticed on the weekend, every time they did a back line, the Rabbitohs, Will Warbrick was always 100% committed yeah. on coming in and jamming that two in. So... You know who didn't watch that? The uh, Greg Marzu. Greg Marzu. <laughs> <laughs> and... To- Tolu, Tolu uh, Cola? No, no, not no. Cola. Um, I always get his name, get his name wrong. The, the winger for Manly. Um, oh, Tui Pilotto. Tui Pilotto. Yeah, Tui Pilotto. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them showed examples of what not to do. If you're going to do that, you've got to be committed. You yeah. can't be half and half. So the fact that he was so committed, that stopped a lot of tries for the Rabbitohs. And that also means that your defenders around you don't have a choice either. If you're so committed... Well, then everyone's got to go. You've yes. made a decision, whether it's right or wrong, you've got, got to go, you've got to back yourself, and everyone around you's got to go. Yep, and he shut down a lot. Uh, and he's just a 
He's a bit of a freak. Like they, the Storm find these physical freaks yeah, he's, to put he's on the wing. Strong. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, they're starting to bring a, a few players back. Um, I really like Bronson Garlic off off the bench. Like he's he's one of those twenty seven year old debuts. Yeah. But he just brings some punch off the bench, and um, like they get people like Tepo Morale back, and um, you know Tarek Sims. He's he's technically back, but didn't play on the weekend. Um, some good signs for Melbourne over the next few weeks. Yeah, and they do have a couple of good players playing. Reggie's playing for the sunny coast at the moment yeah. as well. So they'll be they'll be there. About. They're going to be top four. Great to see Jonah Pezzett play and play well over the past couple of weeks. If you were a club that needed a half, would you be pursuing him relentlessly? Definitely, and there's no way on earth they'll let him go. No. Certainly not while he's under contract anyway. That's it. Yeah. I just don't see, to... I don't see why they would even contemplate it. Jerome Hughes... Realistically, what it, he's thirty now. Oh, he'd be close. Yeah, thereabouts. So, you know, Pezzett's a kid. Pezzett's very, very a long way off being the final product. So yeah. he needs another two or three years, and I think it's going to be a really smooth transition for him into that Storm halfback role. There'd be some really angry coaches from the weekend as yeah. to how the results went, and we'll start off with your brother being one of them. Uh, I could have stopped a train on the weekend with some of the calls I made at halftime in some of these games. Halftime, five <laughs> minutes in, I think that first text you sent me was. Yes. I, I, I text you about 10 minutes into that game and go, man, this could be a long day for old Newcastle. Yeah, like, the, the sin being definitely changed momentum, didn't it? it? First of all, the effort by Lachlan Miller on that first try from Olakowatu. What was, was he thinking? Unbelievable. It's, I've never seen it before. Whether it's true or not, he just has to go with the... He thought the dead ball line was the try line. Yes. He has to go with it and stick with it. Has Otherwise, to. it's terribly Otherwise, embarrassing. You should never be picked again. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, if you make a line break, you're a yeah, try. You're... <laughs> uh, no, no sugarcoating it though. Manly be filthy. They lost this game. Yeah, they would be. Um, they oh, they didn't even lose. It was a draw. Well, no, they got a point out of it. Yeah, they they should have taken two. That's really three points that they've they've left. The last two weeks. Yeah. Um, you could argue that the week before Manly were robbed, and there is an argument that Newcastle may or may not have been robbed. There was a try there, which was yeah. disallowed. The Bradman best one. I, I do think it was a no try. I do as well. But if we're going to change the interpretation of the grounding of the footy and be a little bit flexible with, with getting the footy down over the over the try line, then, you know, tell me really where was there a knock-on. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. It was it was very picky. And that yeah. just that just goes on to another topic, that the, the refs go this year, they've been ordinary. And, you know, I will never, seems I will never criticise a referee for a decision in the game. No, definitely. But when the bunker looks at it and then they get it wrong, it's like, what are you thinking? Now, forward passes are an exception because touch judges, they're just fans with flags. But... When the bunker's looking at it, and then they get it wrong, you're like, how is this even possible? I know that they'll continually tell us that there's multiple TVs, cameras, or sorry, multiple TVs with all the different camera angles that they're looking at. Why not show us that? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I'll tell you what, the two teams that were under the pump coming into the start of the season, Knights and the Dragons, they're both two and two at the moment. They must be pretty happy with yeah, that. Yeah, look, neither of them are rubbish teams. No. Neither of them are top eight teams. But they're far from the worst two or three teams in the comp. Um, you know, I think we'll, we'll get to them in a minute, but the Dolphins, things are, you know, reality setting in there a little bit. And the Tigers are just woeful. 
Well, that is the next game. We'll move on to St. George and the Dolphins. St. George absolutely blew them out of the water. Uh, really good win for St. George. And it was one of those games that you felt like, because of the couple of injuries to the Dolphins, if St. George liked their coach at all, they yeah. were going to get up for this game. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think they've shown a couple of times this year already that they're buying into what he's doing and you know they're all on board. It's just... I think they are that team that when they're on, they're on. When they're not, they're not. There's not a great deal of resilience there. I don't think it's anything to do with who the coach is. It, it was it was interesting. It's the last, type of player they got, of course. And it was interesting last week. I had Jarrell Yagi on the podcast, and I asked him about uh, Anthony Griffin because he was coached by yep. Hook at the Broncos, and he said, "Mate, there will not be a single Broncos player who was with me around that time that will have anything bad to say about Anthony Griffin." He did a good job. He he, let, he laid the platform for the the grand final that they lost all of those blokes he'd brought through um and again opinions on on coaches and and staff are going to be dependent on whether or not they had to tell you something you didn't want to hear yeah exactly you know there, there's some that are probably can be borderline ordinary people there's some that are really good blokes again your perception is going to be based on did they have to give you some news in and around are you being dropped what do you need to improve or you're going so good you know the world's your oyster could the Dragons sneak into the eight? No. No? No, too many good teams. Too many teams that are better than them. It, well, it, it's been a great start to the year, though. I mean, some of these games have been unbelievable. I know we've had so many golden point, but the amount of games that are within a try, it's 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 awesome. I think you know the Dolphins coming in has taken away a few good players from each of the good clubs. Then teams like the Dogs buying a couple of blokes from Penrith. It's weakened Penrith a little bit. Paris lost um, a couple of their better players from the last two or three years. So all of a sudden, you know, the Storm, obviously, big time, have lost their whole back row. So you can see that the, the really good teams have come back to the pack a little bit. The weaker teams have strengthened, and it, it's obvious as to the results. One, one game that wasn't close over the weekend was Broncos-West Tigers. I want to talk about the comments made by Tim Sheen after the game, saying that, they hope that they win the buy round. Now, I know that that is a throwaway line and a joke. I actually found it disgraceful. Because if you're a fan and that's all you've got to look forward to the buy round, tough times at West yeah. Tigers. Uh, I don't know. I mean, take it with a grain of salt. Uh, it was clearly you know, tongue-in-cheek and he was trying to find something to lighten the mood. And maybe he's been so intense the last month and critical of everything. He's he's decided, okay, I've got to change my tact here and and try and lighten the mood and have a laugh. But it's certainly not working. And, and we said it before round one. Um, how does someone who hasn't been in the NRL for 10 years and two guys that have never coached even under 16 or 18 level, how's that going to work? And he could be a genius as well because we're now sitting here talking about him. Rather than, oh, of course. Rather than the actual Of course, and there were none from five last year, and they come into Easter and they beat Para. If that, you... if that happens, you cancel the podcast next week. I'm done. <laughs> this might be the last episode of the weekly wrap with Damien Seabold. Um, are there any positional changes you can make at West Tigers to get results now? I don't think they got the cattle. I can think of one. Dane Laurie, to me, has to play fullback. Yep. And... I would actually move Adam Dewey to lock. Their forwards aren't their problem. I know, but I I don't think Dewey's a fullback at all. 
Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Adam Dewar. I don't yeah. think he's a fullback at all. I think the best fullback in the club is Dane Laurie. But I don't think he's a very good fullback, Dane Laurie. Oh, no, no. But I, but I know what you're saying. He's the best fullback that they've got. Yes. You know, but then if you're going to move him away from fullback, I think I think they just stick with him at 5-8. I really do. I think they stick with him and, him and Brooks in the halves. Do you not think, though, that if you moved him to lock, I think he could handle it defensively? Yeah. And... It provides more attack, so you you yeah. get Wakeham. But you're still and stuck with Wakeham in the halves. I get that, but I might as well play in the halves. <laughs> Don't say that out loudly. <laughs> they might come knocking. Um, I know. I know that you tower up Serbia ninety six nil. The Czech Republic, mate. It wasn't Czech Serbia. Republic. Yeah. The Czech Republic. Um, um, no, Wakeham in that team, ideal fourteen. There's a, there's a lot of ideal 14s in that team, isn't there? Oh. <laughs> At least they've bit the bullet and dropped a couple of the, the blokes who just do not have a crack. Yeah. I can't see them winning for a long time. Hopefully, Papa Lee, he'll come back to para. Uh, well, that's another thing. Like, how long's John Bateman going to put up with this for? How long's Appy Corsair going to put up with this yeah. for? Like, They're uh, three good players. Contracts are worth nothing. Like, it, it, Would it shock you if John Bateman said at the end of the year, I'm going back to Wigan? It wouldn't shock me if he did that in June. Exactly. So, Papali, you didn't want, even want to go there to begin with. That's right. So it, the, it's it's the Warriors Papali there. Yes, exactly. The, the half not interested, do something good every now and again Papali. Yep. And you know maybe maybe it comes back to coaching again. The yeah. fact that Brad Arthur's actually the, probably the best coach that he's had. Yeah, and you and used him properly. Yeah. Let's move on. The other two games that are remaining yesterday. These are two more coaches that will be filthy today. I, Those I, strange games of footy. Let's start with the Sharks and the Warriors. 20 nil up, you're the Sharks. I, I actually found it strange in the moment that they decided to kick for goal when they were 18 nil up. Um, like, I understand it, of course, but... Yeah, it's not like they went from 6 to 8. Exactly. Or, you know, so, so, 12 to 14 late exactly. in the game. So, yeah, it's it was strange that they had all the momentum there, and that sort of yeah. was a bit of a handbrake to it. They must be filthy. Their defence, take out the Dragons game last week where they just blew them off the park. Their defence, not only this year, going back to last year, Woeful. is awful. Awful. Woeful. It, it must be the worst in the competition. Um, it, it, I don't even know where to start. I mean, the Warriors are definitely better than what we thought. They're resilient. They never give in. Sean Johnson's playing good footy. But they're not that good. They're not come back from 20 behind the Sharks. Good. No, at Cronulla. Yeah. It shouldn't happen. That's more about the Sharks. Yeah. Uh Personnel-wise at Cronulla, any solutions there? I... God, Molotalo was bad. Yeah, I, I just think they're... Probably, I, I don't think he's dropping. I think mean, they've just got a bit ahead of themselves. I don't think that they are showing the same the same attention to detail that they did last year. They were winning games last year based on their defence and resilience and you know working hard, and it doesn't look like they're doing that. Same as the Cowboys, and I know we'll go there in a minute. But What do you think of Sifatalakai? Do you think he's an NRL centre? I think he's an NRL player, and in that team... He got picked for Origin last year, and I celebrated. Or, or yeah. It was either last year or the year before. Last year he's not was. an Origin player. Yeah, I, I, I could see what they were doing. He was the form player of, in the comp that month leading in, and it didn't shock me. Re- remembering Turbo was out, Luttrell was out. I, I get that, but he, he had one great game against Morgan Harper. Yes. Towed him to shreds. Yeah, and then he had two or three, he had two or three really good games after that as well. But... I don't know, and I don't think Multala is droppable over that. But I'll tell you what, a bit of a bit of a reality check. Again, it's who, it's who have they got? Jesse Ramian's the same. Look, yep. I don't think Jesse Ramian's 
an elite center. But he goes okay, and he's probably better than what they've got there. With the ball, these guys are they'd almost be, unstoppable. They'd be horrendous to tackle. Yeah, but defense, like it, it actually reminded me of Q Cup game yesterday, that game, because the points were just flowing. Under 20s. Yep. The old under 20s con. Yeah. Where just it's waved, 15, 20 minute blocks. Can the Warriors make the eight? They've got four wins. Like, no. <laughs> oh, sorry. Ask me that question again. Can they make the eight or will they make the eight? What are you asking me? Will they make the eight? No. Okay. So they got the Knights this week. Uh, Which they'll probably win. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably give them an edge. Uh, but then they've got... Well, uh, the Knights are going okay. Then they've got the Cowboys the week after. Which, again, so they could probably win. They could be 6-1. and one. Yeah. So... Then it's a different story. It's, it's not crazy to see them making the eight. But we were talking about the Dolphins being, you know, they're, oh, they're three, three from three, and everyone was on, you know, all the fins were up, and <laughs> everyone was excited. But, look, let's be fair. We knew that the bubble was going to burst. Yeah. The if this game gets played ten times, the Sharks win that game probably eight times. I would yeah, say. definitely. So for them to lose that game from twenty nil up, where do you go from here if you're Cronulla? Because your defence is clearly an issue. Take out the Dragons game last week; they just blew them out of the water. It wasn't even competitive. Up, apart from that, every single game going back to the finals last year, they've they've been conceding twenty six points a game. They probably. They probably are doing this, but they need to sit back and, and have a, a really hard chat around where are we at, what are we doing, what's the difference between now and then, and start identifying a couple of things. And I think the the first thing that I notice is that their intensity and effort isn't the same. The third coach with a headache over the weekend, Todd Payton of the Cowboys. The Cowboys, Cowboys aren't that good. They're in all sorts of trouble. Yeah, they're not that good. I mean, they're not. If you took out last year, last year they were very good. Take out last year, you would say nothing has changed from 2021. No, not at all. Are the Bulldogs that good? No. No. Uh, but they're, Again, I, they're better. I certainly... We call this the Vomit Cup. It yeah. actually, <laughs> I, I don't think the Cowboys make the eight at all. No. <laughs> not the way they're going at the moment. So if we look at the standings at the moment, the Cowboys are two and three, and then this week they have got... And unfortunately, the Broncos make the eight now. They just they they've won too many games. Of course, of course. And the the Broncos have a couple of easy games coming up as well. Did I sound like I was disappointed then? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Broncos have the Raiders this week, which they will yep. win. They should win that by fifty. And then they have the Titans the week after, so they might be able to put on a couple of scores yep. over the next week. We're playing no defense teams. When and then. And then, look, even if they do lose some games, their four and against will be sitting that nice. Yes. And the 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 good thing about the Broncos is, apart from the Dolphins game, like when they have played a bad team, they've been able to put a score on. Yeah. And so they've been able to get some four, four and against coverage there. Um, the Cowboys play the Dolphins this week. If the Cowboys were to lose this game... Oh, that's a is, scary game for the Cowboys. This is a... This is a line through the Cowboys for me, if like totally, if they lose this game, because the this Cowboy is the type of game that Bennett could probably see some blood in the water and yeah, the Dolphins have no halves, and Kenny Bromwich might play five eight. He might do. It wouldn't be crazy. He's done it before. Jeremy Marshall King to five eight. You could put Kenny Bromwich at dummy half. Either way, it's yeah. not great. It's not great solutions. Um. 
Let's run through the other games for the week. Storm and Roosters. Cracking game. Yeah, that is, that is actually. I think the Storm will win, though. Um, no Teddy. No Teddy's massive. He is he is a phenomenal player, James Tedesco. And he probably doesn't get the credit he deserves. And it, it's funny, you know, like every, every year for Origin, there's always an article saying that either Tom should play fullback or yeah. Latrell should play fullback. It's a no-brainer. Teddy's... Teddy's worst game is an eight out of ten, and exactly. his best game is a nine out of ten. He's like, um, he's not in the same class, but he's like Cameron Smith got. You yeah. know how he got to that point where, unless unless Cameron Smith was a dead set ten and a half out of ten, that no one spoke about how good he was. Exactly, exactly. The um, the West Tigers CEO. I think we'll just <laughs> we'll just touch on it quickly. Did anyone not think this guy was a clown? Years ago, I flat out refused to watch the Tales of Tigerland <laughs> after the first thirty seconds when I saw him. Yeah. Oh, he might be a good bloke. I don't know. He could be a good fella, but well, he. I don't know. And I get what he was saying. His his rebuttal was fair enough about you know he he's there. He was at the game. He was just helping unpack buses and kick gear out on the field and things like that. But I don't he, know. He always seems to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. And the the fact that he, he he strikes me as someone who's actually got no idea about on-field stuff. He seems to be very successful off the field. Yeah. And the Tigers somehow are very successful off the field. But well, the, the the mobile phone in the dressing room was the, the the bad look for me. I didn't care about the being on the field. Because no. he could have just been helping. I mean, there's nothing wrong with him standing there and grabbing a footy and throwing it back exactly. to someone. Or... Exactly. The the phone in the dressing room was odd, but he he strikes me as someone who seems to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. And, you know, the the idea about Tim Sheen's coaching now and Benji taking over, that was at a lunch last year. He was at a lunch with Buzz Rothfield, and Buzz suggested it to him. And they've just sort of run with it and just sort of <laughs> gone, oh, good idea. Yeah. And it's going to come back to bite him on the ass because it's not working. So, again, if they're none from 10... Or none from 12. Or even two from 12. Which is, they would take that. So. Does does Sheens keep his job? Like, what, like, seriously, what do you think? Do you... Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Are, I, they, are they... Because I think that they are just... This is now a marriage. They are in this for better or worse. And the, the they have to be. Because otherwise, what do you do? You sack your coach and then you... I know it's his first year, so they're not going to sack him, but... No. But it's it's concerning, you know, like, and and they don't look any better. No, so I, like I some teams are Yeah, I I would too. Some teams have certainly improved, and they might not have won every game, but you can see that they're better. The dogs are better. Yes, Manly are better. You can you can see those things. Yes, both teams probably would have loved another win, but it's, they're clearly better than what they were. Whereas the Tigers are not. No, they've they've scored sixty eight points in five weeks. So they're averaging just over 13 points. And they've conceded 132. So their average score is 13 to 28. 20, yeah. Yuck. It's not ideal. Yuck. I had a couple of good mates that are Tigers fans too. and oh, It's easy to uh, empathise with them being a para-fanatic. <laughs> Steve, so let's run through the top eight. Who makes the eight out of these Okay, teams? so we're, we're going to talk about the, the eight, who's in what position, whether they stay in the eight or not. Yeah. Broncos at number one. They're going to make the eight. Yes. 
Warriors at number two. No. You, I do you don't think? think I don't think so because in a in a similar way they're going through what the Dolphins were at the start of the year. I do think an injury or two derails their team. Yeah, they, it will. They lose Sean Johnson and they're in all sorts. Absolutely. I'm just going to keep a tally because I don't need Taj Seabold and his mates <laughs> giving it to me about having 12 in the eight again. So I'm saying at the moment we've got I've got one. Roosters. Yes. Manly. Yes. Penrith. Yes. Melbourne. Yes. Dolphins. No. Bulldogs. No. So how many have you got? I've got five. Okay, so we need to find three teams. St. George. No. Newcastle. No. Cronulla. Yes. South Sydney. You yes. Titans. No. Cowboys. Mm, no. Parramatta. Yes. Canberra. No. West Tigers. No. So that's eight. That's eight. That's eight, and that's me being biased towards Para. Who? But are, but surely they've shown enough where they go, they I, should win some games. I do think Parramatta will make the eight. Out of those out of those eight teams that you named, who do you think is the most? In danger of missing. Souths and Para. Souths and Para. Okay, I would say Souths are a bigger danger. Um, however, Souths defensively have been much better than Parramatta. Yeah, they have been. But again, Para can score points. Yes, they can. Souths last week. Look, Souths are a team that we think of as being this attacking juggernaut. Their attack has been awful. Souths last week. In one of the coaching blunders of the year put and I don't care who you got out they put Keon, Keon yeah. at front row yeah what a disaster like my brother and I were watching this game and it was against who was it against it was against Manly Manly what a waste oh. Keon is one of the best back rows in the game I guarantee that Manly would have been sitting back thinking oh thank goodness for this no doubt in the world they just use him as a battering ram because yeah he's going to make a 200 metres through the middle but, they're but, not on the ed- but on the edge, he's a chance of half a break, creating something for someone or... Offload. Offloads or attracting numbers where space opens up outside him. Yep. And he, he has to stay in the back row. You can't move him. I don't care who they're missing. You can find a reserve grader to play front yeah. row. You can't replace Keon on the edge. And to me, that, that was a big problem why they couldn't score any points last week. The fact they had no edge presence with Keon. I agree. I do think they're in the most danger. Of, of missing out because like they they're starting to miss some people now like Alex Johnson's out yeah but true what if what if Latrell does go down then put the, this is one thing Latrell hasn't been bad at and it's be, purely because of his size we saw it in the grand final against Penrith Nathan Cleary bombed them to the moon when Blake Taff had to play fullback and they just dragged him back into the end goal he's actually saved a few tries Latrell uh, this year as well that cost them that grand final. Just the fact yeah. that they had to concede too many set restarts to Penrith. I think they Although they were starting right on their line, weren't I, they? I think they had seven dropouts that yeah. game. So I would argue just Latrell's presence of being able to get back into the in goal would have won them the grand final. And so if you take him out and put Blake Taff in... Now, I'm not saying Blake Taff is terrible. No, he's good. But he's not Latrell. No. And... That's certainly something to watch. Though. Latrell plays. Souths are a legitimate chance of winning any game they play. Latrell doesn't play, and they're rank outsiders. So, top eight, right? We spoke about that, and we spoke about a couple of teams that we think are in, in danger. Who are the teams that I said no to, or, or you agreed no to, that could jump jump into the eight? Are you, are you thinking a Warriors could get there? Or a Dogs? 
Uh, it's funny. I actually think as long as Ben Hunt stays healthy... The Dragons can get I, there? I think the Dragons might be the team. They're always there about. They're, they're always there about. Like, they came ninth last year. Yeah. Like, they were 12 and 12. Like, they were, they were the one, one of the favourites for the spoon. Yeah, and, so, and, they, and they made the eight the year before. Yeah, like, I, I'm i not saying they will, but it definitely wouldn't shock me. Well, and two, yeah. So it might have been two years before that they made the eight, and, but yeah. You know, <laughs> Anthony Griffin might be told he doesn't have a job next year and they go on a run. We spoke about this last week. He might... no, the, yeah. I don't know if they'll wait till he's sitting in fourth. <laughs> no, 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 and, and do it two weeks out yeah. from the finals. Uh, but yeah, I, I could see St. George potentially going on a bit of a run, but St. George have to beat the West Tigers of the world, the Cowboys of the world, the Titans of the world. Yeah, they can't drop any of that. They can't drop those games because I, I just don't think they can beat the elite teams. Ca- so, Cowboys, could Cowboys go go on a run, get hot, win, win some games? Not now. Not right now. They just now. don't look good. They don't look fit at all. They've scored 85 points this year. The, the Cowboys, apart from West Tigers, that's the lowest. Is it really? Yep. So they've conceded 85. Now, they have only conceded 99. So they've been. so Defensively, if, they're if, okay. If, if you average it out, defensively, they're okay. But that's still 20 points a game. Yep. Yeah. And it's. They were down around 14 a game, I think, last year. Yeah. And that's, that's what made them so good. Their defense, the fact that they played for 80 minutes. And at the moment, you wouldn't. Like, who do they play this week? They play the Dolphins this week. I'm not 100% certain that they beat the Dolphins. Like I said before, this is a game that Bennett could smell blood in the water. You never know. They're not going to win many more, so he's got to find the ones where he really can really can get them up for. They've got the Warriors next week. The Warriors are playing outstandingly. You couldn't you couldn't back your house on the Cowboys in that one. Then they've got the new. Then they've got the Knights. Ponga will be back for that game. Yep. Now, in what state he's in, I don't know, but I'd rather a team with Ponga in it than rather than out. Greg Neal definitely play. Yeah, I do. Yep. Because it's it's one of those situations as well when a coach knows he's under the pump. Yeah. He will do, and rightly or wrongly, I'm not even blaming Adam O'Brien for this. He will do anything he can to try and get Ponga back in the team. Yeah, true. And then after that, they take on Cronulla. This is the Cowboys, and then after that, they've got the Roosters. So it's a tough run. There's there's no relief in sight for the Cowboys, and so if the Cowboys are uh, after ten rounds, so are Cowboys won two or one two two. So if after ten rounds they're three and seven, which is highly possible. And it's funny because we both agree that we think Para will still go on a run and make the eight, and they're actually sitting in a worse position. But it's it's how you look in those games that you've you've lost or who you've lost to. Yeah, and uh, I would actually say last week against the Roosters was Parramatta's worst game of the year. Yeah. And but if we look at Parramatta's schedule now, it's very juicy. They've got the Tigers, the Bulldogs, then they've got the Broncos, which which is the toughest game that they've got. Then after that they've got Newcastle, the Titans, the Raiders. So Yeah. So that they've got to be they've got to be eyeing off five to six wins there in yeah, that block. If if they beat the Broncos that's the moment we can circle this and go. This is the moment where we figure well, out. That the, we're make well, it. all of a sudden, there are a chance of being back in the top four if they win. If they go on a true run. Yeah, absolutely. So I think there's a real possibility there that the Eels win at least five out of the next six, and possibly six out of the next. Because it's not unusual for for teams to be up the top of the table after a couple of rounds that you know with that you know aren't going to be that good, and you know sometimes teams start ordinary. 
But after five rounds, it normally has started to work itself out. And I don't think we've really worked ourselves out yet. The Broncos, I would still argue, they're not actually playing that great. Now, I know that that's, I know that that's a weird thing to say after they just pumped yeah. the Tigers. But if we look back... It's who they've played. They struggled against the Dolphins, who have come out and laid an egg against the Dragons. Yep. And they 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 really only just got over the top of the, the Dragons in the last oh, 10 no, minutes. Yeah, they did. They smashed them in that last 10, though. But yeah. yes, I but, know what you're saying. But these scores, I don't think, are reflective of, of how the teams are going. Same with Parramatta. Like, uh, 28 to 20, Parramatta lost. That wasn't a twenty-eight to twenty. No, if you if you just if you missed the game and looked at it and thought, oh, that's a fairly close game, but it wasn't. No, Roosters wasn't. were Roosters should have beaten by fifty. Yeah, Roosters were all over them. So, the Broncos, I would love to see them up against a good team soon. Uh, I don't think they get one for a while. Actually, I think they've got the Titans this week. Maybe uh, Paramount well, will probably be their first test. To, in a few to, weeks. to be fair, the Panthers are the only legit team that they've played. Yeah, yeah, and look, they were good enough to get the win that night at Panthers, which was. Which was um, certainly a great achievement for yep. them, but I still think five weeks in Penrith are the benchmark. Yeah, and I don't think that that's crazy to say, even though they're sitting fifth after five weeks and they're two and two. And I can still see the Roosters, Penrith, Storm making up three of the top four. Yeah, absolutely. See, it's good to see you. Thanks, mate.